My name is Jeffrey Zagarias. Please join us as we give praise, honor, and glory to our loving, awesome, and merciful God. He is loving and he is merciful. Welcome to Praise You, Lord, episode number 139. It is so wonderful to be back on the air. It's been... It's, it's felt like forever. It really has. And I'm so happy that I have my friends. I'm going to hit the, un, the mute button. Hold on. Get them on the air here. They're Skyping in. We have Jackson Messick back in on the program. Jackson, how are you? Hey, doing great. So good to be back. Yeah, so, so great to see your face. And, and Michael Lopez as well, our, our intern, who we have some exciting uh, news about Michael we're going to get to in this program. Michael, how are you? Doing well, Jeff. How's it going? Thank God. Everything's good here. All systems go. Got a new system here that we're yeah. that we're um that we're trying out and we're taking for a test well, not really a test uh a test drive, but I've done a lot of that already. But this is the first official flight. Yep. <laughs> and the first time I've been in the cockpit for this long uh almost hour journey through a through a Praise You Lord broadcast. And if you're listening in for the first time, welcome. We are the Praise You Lord community. We're, we are an underground, independent Catholic Christian community that, that meets on the radio. We've been doing this for about four-plus years, and this is our 139th broadcast. And we have some excited, exciting uh, new changes that we're, we've been praying through and discerning that we believe that the Holy Spirit has... Um, inspired us to do. We'll be getting into that in a moment, but before we do that, I'd just like to thank the radio stations that continue to play us. That's uh, 98.3 FM, the Catholic voice of the Palm Beaches. That's in Jupiter and and North Palm Beach, uh, Juno Beach, Florida, and uh, they are doing a fundraiser. Please, please, please consider donating to that wonderful cause that's at WPV WPBVradio.com. Also, 100.1 FM. That is Prince of Peace Catholic Radio up in Stewart, Fort Pierce, the Treasure Coast of Florida. Beautiful, beautiful location and a wonderful radio station. We thank them for having us on as well. And also the Catholic Radio Network that picks us up from time to time. That's 18 mega stations out in the middle of our country in Missouri, in Colorado and in Kansas. So my understanding is that Catholic Radio Network has 18 stations that cover most of those states. So we thank you and welcome you all back to the program. And we're actually celebrating a birthday, July 4th. We're back on the air on July 4th, the day of independence of our country. And that's exciting. So happy 4th of July to those out there. Happy 4th of July, Jackson and Michael. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, and um, you know that we're we're guys. We've been speaking about um, doing working on a a um, 
not a new platform, but but a a, a different structure, perhaps. And um, what we've been discussing is and and praying about, and what we're going to be navigating through, at least mm-hmm. in the the coming future, um, is a format where we're going to focus on a, a little bit more on testimony. We we've already done that. If you listen back to the 139 episodes, we have a lot of testimony. It's some of my favorite parts of our broadcast. Um, going back to the the book of Revelation in the Holy Bible, it's very clear. It's very cr- uh, clearly written that we believers are going to conquer Satan by the word of our testimony and by the blood of the Lamb of God, who is Jesus Christ. Yep. And um, I have personally found, found on my own, in my own experience, that testimony was really important to me in becoming a believer in the scriptures themselves and in the Lord Jesus. Um, when I saw with my own eyes and heard stories with my own ears of people who testified to miracles and healings and things of that nature that happened when praying, and asking God to, for his help in the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that really got my attention. And so for me, I can say, I must say that, that a big part of my faith came uh, and was built up through the testimony of believers. You know, how about you guys? Uh, have you been affected by Jackson? Have you been affected by testimony? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think. Um, I mean, testimony, I think, was a huge part of my conversion because um, even though I had heard, um, you know, I mean, for for the most part, actually, I I hadn't heard a lot of the 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 tenets of the faith. I I hadn't been I hadn't been exposed to Christianity that much prior to um, having the experience that I did with the Lord. Um, But I know uh, definitely right from the beginning of my walk, a lot of it was being around being around other believers and hearing how the Lord is moving. <clears throat> the first, one of the things I think back to, um, as far as you and I are concerned, Jeff, are the times after prayer group that me, you, and Christine and Nick would would hang out at Denny's after after a prayer group and, and fellowship. And um, especially for somebody that had just had an encounter with the Lord, those nights of us talking about, how the Lord had moved in your guys' lives, right? The things that you guys have seen. Um, that was a huge witness for me. Um, and uh, I had never, I had, had no idea that the Lord is moving like that, right? It wasn't until I heard other people um, witness and talk about the things in their lives that it, it even, um, that, I, that I had ever heard of such um, incredible things happening. And it really supported the experience I had, right? It's like I had the, I had the touch, you know, I, I had a real encounter with Jesus. Mm. Um, and then, um, you know, after having that experience with the, the Lamb of God, right, I, I, I heard the faith um, and the, the relationship described by others. Right, the experiences other people had, those the that same encounter that other people had, um, and especially from you guys who have been walking a lot longer on the journey than I had, it was it was um, to hear 
to hear testimony and witness to what um, uh, a faith-filled life was like, right, over an extended period of time. And um, just the encounters that you guys you guys had with the Lord and and, um, and the other people that I met through the prayer group and, and what have you, I think was, was huge, huge in backing up what I had experienced, mm. right, and being a support for what, for that, that experience that I had had personally. I, I think that was really well put. And um, I, just thinking, you know, if I was listening to this broadcast and mm-hmm. was unsure or uh, maybe was a person who once felt like I had more faith and maybe felt, feel, I, I mean, I hear some people say that I feel like I lo- that they've, they've lost their faith. Have you ever heard that before? Yeah, sure. Um, the, or they feel weak or they feel like they're losing their faith. Um, mm-hmm. so just thinking of like the listener, you know, that, that was really well put and interesting. So in, you know, what I think a person may glean from that, I know your story and I was there, yeah. right. I was there when Jesus touched you. Right. Totally. And I could see it. I could, I, it was so clear that the Lord just like touched you so powerfully. Um, that was obvious to me. Um, could you, so I, and I think the way you put it was really well put Jackson, because you know, what you're saying is, is that you were touched by two things pretty much immediately. The first touch was from Jesus himself. Yep. Now at that time, did you know that was what the touch was? What did you were, I mean, that was the first time you really came into a religious experience in a church or even a church at all, maybe. Yep. It, it was, yeah, I, I had been, I've been to church for um, basically a, a couple of Easter um, services when I was a kid with with like, um, like uh, just friends, close friends and stuff um, that their parents had taken me. And then weddings, you know, <laughs> those were basically the only cup, you know, I, I'm probably under 10 times actually under the roof of, of a church. And um, so, yeah, so when I had had when I had had that experience, um, you know, I, I, I think is, yeah, you know, you know my testimony well, but I mean, that night in particular, it was, um, being in that praise and worship environment, um, at the, at the hope group that you were, you were, um, the worship leader that night, um, being, being in that, being in that experience, I think helped give it context, right? Cause I didn't, I, I actually didn't have very much context except for that moment, at least. Right. It was like, it was very clearly, um, I was at, uh, a church event where very clearly the music was, was singing about the Lord. Right. It was, it was very clearly about Jesus. Mm. Um, so I think, you know, in hindsight, um, I think that obviously helped give it context, but, um, I mean, I remember the, the, the prayer of my heart, um, what I really consider on the first prayer of mine um, that I'd ever really made was, um, you know, uh, about 40 minutes in, um, just I remember saying, saying in my heart, um, if, if, if you, if, if this is, if you are real, if any of this is real, um, please help me, you know, and, and, and that was, that was when I had my first real encounter with the Lord and I felt the Holy spirit come so strongly over me. Um, 
I get emotional thinking about it because it was just such a it was it was definitely one of those floodgate moments, you know, and I know knowing you guys, I know, you know, that experience, right, where it really felt like the Lord just came and um, gosh, and just covered me in love. You know, just, I mean, I felt that presence, that that uh, beautiful heaviness, you know, of, of just his warmth and his love mm. when I had said that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, I definitely, you know, it, it was only because it was in the context that it was um, that I feel like I I had some clarity, right, on who it was, who the person I met was, which is Jesus. You know, I I, I had um, I had definitely gleaned that from it. And then, but but as as you know well, Jeff, as um, you know, uh, gosh, I mean, all all the roles that you ended up being in my life, but especially as my Godfather, is I think a, a lot of the revelation. Um, on exactly what that experience is one, what, what that experience was took time. You know, it was from a lot of our, our conversation and again, continuing to, um, uh, to, to seek, you know, and put myself, um, in, in, in places where, where I could, I could meet the Lord in a deeper way, learn, learn more about who he is and, um, and how, how he loves us. And, um, what it means to be in a relationship with them and be in fellowship with other people who are really, really trying to seek him, you know? Mm. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's a, that's a, I really like the way you put that Jackson, because, um, again, going back to the original comments mm-hmm. and now you're embellishing beautifully on them. Um, and it's very touch. I'm I'm being touched by it. I must say, because I was there, but I hadn't, Thank you, Lord. Um, I hadn't considered some of the things that you're expressing because, of course, you know, I, I, you know, it, this happened. This was your revel, revelation, if you will. That was your the, how the Lord revealed Himself to you. But what what was really interesting to me, um, Jackson, is how you really put it. I thought so well at the. At, at the beginning of the near the beginning of the broadcast where you were speaking about how he revealed himself to you you knew who he was because of the context you called mm-hmm. out to him when you say him you didn't use a name you just called out to the god or yeah i think it, i think it was more to god um in 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 my mind like the um, father the father the father god Sure. Is how I, yeah. In hindsight, I think how I would have described it. Yep. And then, yep. Um, and then you were touched, as you said, and like so powerfully and so, so undeniably. Totally. And then, Great. not you know, then not long after that, you came and fellowshiped with myself, our friend Nick from our prayer group, and uh, who else was there? Christine, did you say? Christine. Yeah, but I mean, I, you know, that night I met Father Richard. For the first time, yeah, you met all a, those people for the first well, time. I, I was the only one you knew there, right? Yeah, totally. And yeah. then it was, you know, as you know, it was you and I. I mean, for the most part, it's like you, you, you and I were spending so much time together because of the music stuff. Sure. Um, and you being my music teacher at that time, it was like you, if of all people, you and I got to have a lot of one-on-one time and a lot of one-on-one discussions about the Lord. We sure did. Um, yeah, we had a lot. Even outside of 
the prayer groups, right, and the events that you had invited me to, um, that the Lord continued to meet me at. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I would say obviously a lot of it, a lot of it was our relationship was one of the first um, real, I mean, real relationships that I'd had where it, it, it quickly became really focused on Jesus, you know? Yeah. Um, you were my first brother in a lot of ways, right? It was like, I, that was my first real encounter with somebody that was really walk, trying, trying to walk with the Lord the best they could mm-hmm. and was really had their hand extended and was like, let's talk, right? Like, let's, let's talk about the Lord, you know? Sure. Um, so, but yeah, but, and then definitely all those people, right? All those that, that are still such dear friends of ours that, um, I had met through the prayer group that at least on Tuesday nights where I, it's like, I, I would have even more fellowship, meet other people that were really trying to walk with the Lord and, um, and their witness, right. And hear their experiences and hear. And that's it, um, right. I mean, that's yeah. the conquering, right. The conquering is from the blood of the, the blood of the lamb, the Lord, mm-hmm. and, and the Lord came and touched you. Yep. And uh, of course you became Catholic, um, uh, in, in, how, how much how, was that? How long? Yeah. How long was it? A year later or two years? When was was it? A year later? Yeah, it was. Um, it, it ended up being uh, about a year, a year and four months later. Okay, and then yeah. of course you know you we receive we as Catholics receive the blood and the um, body of Christ. Yep. In the Eucharist and in the wine, and uh, we, you know, one thing that I really like um, about one thing I really Admire, I don't know how to say, um, I don't think admire, but I appreciate about mm-hmm. the Catholic faith is that we believe what Jesus says. Yep. I mean, we, yep. we literally believe what he says. Like when he says, this is my body, we're like, okay, that's his body. Yeah. And when he yeah. says, this is my blood, we're like, okay, if you say it's your blood, then it's your blood. Yep. You know, yeah. and if you say that we conquer by the blood of the lamb, then okay, we conquer by the blood of the lamb. I mean, we're we're very literal. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to interpreting what Jesus said. Yep. And uh, and I and I love that because um, first and foremost, as a, as a Christian, as a, as a well as a follower of Christ, let's say it that way. Yep. Yep. I want to I want to do whatever Jesus said. You know, in Mary's uh, quote in the in the Bible, I've, I've said this bef- plenty of times before, where she says, "Do whatever he tells you." That's my favorite line in the whole Bible. It's such wonderful yeah. advice. It is. Do whatever he tells you. So if Jesus yeah. says, "This is my blood," it's like, okay, it's your blood, yeah. and this is my body. It's like, okay, yeah. you know, and do this in memory of me. Oh, okay. Yep. Sure. Let's do it. He, <laughs> I mean, he he knows what he's talking about. Just just do it. Yeah. Do whatever he tells yeah. you, right? Yeah. So so um, I mean, that's the way I look at it, right? And yeah. um, oh. just one man's opinion. And um, uh, but just being transparent, that's how I look at it. I mean, it's like, yeah. well, Jesus knows what he's talking about, and I'm going to try to do what he says. Yeah. And if I do what Jesus says. I'm going to be blessed because yeah. Jesus yeah. loves loves us. He died for yeah. us. Yep. Yeah. And he he came to save us out of 
all the, you know what? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is a tough world, man. This is this yeah. world is full of all kinds of difficulties. Now, Jackson, I know you because I know your story. Where you were coming out of some really tough. The Lord pulled you out of the muck and mire, as, totally. as He did me. We have very different testimonies, but we both were pulled out of the muck and mire. Yeah, yeah. And the Lord well saved said. our butts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, and, totally. and I think your, I, I know your testimony is that basically you don't feel like that you ever would have made it without Him. No. And I know for a fact yep. I wouldn't have. I know that. Yeah. Right. Yep. And. uh it's good to know, and that's very good news. So those who are listening in to Praise You, Lord, the underground independent Catholic Christian radio broadcast brought to you once a week by the power of your prayer. Thank you for praying. I mean, your prayers are so important. Please continue to pray for us and for our radio stations. Support us with prayer. The radio stations are completely voluntary. They, they all need your help. Please pray about uh, giving to, to these, these uh, Catholic radio stations. They're also, um, I was reminded that the radio station, for example, 98.3 FM, as well as 100.1 FM down in the Treasure Coast and down in North Palm Beach, uh, they are, you know, they're, they're independent Catholic radio stations. They are playing a lot of, in the case of, I think, um, 98.3, mostly EWTN playing. Mm -hmm. so it's, but it's not EWTN. That, you wouldn't be hearing this, this show or... Uh, um, that EWTN rebroadcast without the help or without that radio station wouldn't be happening. So the, this little, these little radio stations really need your, our help. Mm -hmm. And uh, so please pray about uh, giving to them. And um, welcome to the Praise You Lord community. We are, we are um, here uh, and we're, we're, you know, there's a lot of bad news out there. But we have a lot of good news to share at this program because Amen. God is good. Yeah. God is still on the throne. He still hears and answers prayers. He still speaks to the hearts of those who seek him. Mm -hmm. He still heals and he still delivers. He still yeah. keeps people and he still provides. He is a provider and he is mm -hmm. a save he is a savior. He's a saver. He he will he can take you out of the most desperate, difficult situation. You think you had a difficult situation? Well, guess what, brother, sister, I had a difficult situation. You know, I wasn't going to make it. I couldn't make it on my own. And when mm -hmm. I cried out to the Lord, He not only heard my cry, but He answered my cry. And this is what Jackson is saying. Yeah. That's his testimony as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, there is a lot of good news around us. So I, I think right now in this season in Florida, in Missouri, in Kansas, in Colorado, and everywhere the podcast reaches, which is all over the place, we have listeners outside of the country, um, in all the different states. I even somehow we we ended up being heard on on television in Texas. I don't even know how the heck that happened. 
<laughs> I don't even know where this broadcast ends up. I have no idea. Jackson or Michael. I remember you told us about that. That's so funny. So, you know, wherever you're list wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, you may be listening to this 100 days from now or 100 years from now, but God is the same today as he was yesterday as he will be in 100 years and forevermore. And you can cry out to the Lord just like we did. Mm-hmm. There is hope. There is hope. And there are people right now in our lands and in our world who a lot are losing hope, Jackson. Yep. A lot are, are losing hope, Michael. A lot of people are desperate. They're, they don't have work. They, a lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people are afraid. So many people are in fear. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of rage, a lot of anger. There's a lot of um, uh, addiction. There's so much mm-hmm. addiction. And there, addiction of all sorts. There's chemical addictions such as alcohol, legal drugs, and illegal drugs. But there's also other types of addiction. There's addiction to food. There's addiction mm-hmm. to, to um, promiscuous, promiscuous sex. Mm-hmm. There's addiction to pornography. There's addiction to all kinds of things that are really fundamentally destroying people, people's yeah. hearts and people's souls, and, and mm-hmm. stealing. When we sin, we, we, our, our, our peace is stolen from us, or we give it away, or both. I don't know which. But <laughs> either way it goes, it leaves us. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, it's just a blessing to be able to know that Jesus Christ died on the cross for me. And Jesus died on the cross for Jackson. And Jesus died on the cross for Michael. And Jesus died on the cross for you, brother. Jesus died on the cross for you, my sister. And all we have to do is say, I'm sorry. He took all our sins and he, and he paid the price. And mm-hmm. we just need to say, I'm sorry. And as Catholics, we have the biggest, most wonderful, I don't know if it's the biggest, but it's so big, it, I don't know if it can get any bigger, is the, is the, is the sacrament of confession. Mm-hmm. Because, man, I'll tell you, when I go to confession and I know, you know, who needs a therapist, man, when you can go to confession? Now, I don't say, I'm not, I, I don't think all the therapists would lose their, you know, professions or whatever if everyone went to confession but maybe they would i don't know i don't think that's ever been tried before (laughs) however i tell you one thing when you walk out of there and you're like hey i I am free i am free yeah the sins are gone Mm -hmm. from the record i am new people say do you remember when you were born again every time i go to confession i get born again man yeah I'm I'm brand new again. I'm as yeah. new as I was. I'm even newer than I was coming out of the womb because I I was because after baptism I was forgiven of original sin. Yeah. You know, isn't that awesome? And you know, you can feel that. You can you feel that? Do you know what I'm talking about, Jackson? Totally. Yeah. Confession. Definitely. Right? Yep. Now, my Protestant brothers and sisters and and God bless you all. I love you. And you know that because you listen and many of you are my dearest friends and I thank you 
thank you, thank you for my Protestant brothers and sisters. Some of them have something uh, Jackson called, uh, in circles that I'm in, uh, accountability partners. Yeah. And they kind of confess their sins to one another, which is written, right? It's written. It's the way they interpret the Bible, right? So, um, uh, you know, I'll tell you, confessing sins is powerful. And it's accountability too, right? It is. It sure is. And it's awesome. Tell me about confession. How do you feel when you come out? Because you're a Catholic now. Yeah. Do you go to, I know the answer to this, but do you, do you go to confession? I do. But of, of, of all the times to be talking about this, I haven't since the, since the pandemic started. And, um, Oh man, I'm missing it so much. Carl and I were talking about it recently because it, um, you know, we, we, I know with her and I, we really try, uh, to make it a point to regularly, obviously speak to the, speak to the Lord, right. About where we're falling short and to say that we're sorry and to, and to come to him. Um, but there's, there's something that I, I admit to not understand, right. But that is so powerful about going to confession. And, um, we've, we've definitely been, been feeling that in this quarantine and not, not, um, not being able to get, to get, um, to, to our, our confessor, um, a a dear, a dear priest that we know in particular, we try to regularly go to, um, also because of the accountability, right. Um, we, we've, we've seen a lot, a lot of fruits come from, um, from that also, you know, the sac- the sacrament of confession is incredibly powerful, but we've definitely seen a unique kind of fruit come from, um, confessing regularly to somebody that we're close with and really knows us, right. And really knows these things that we're regularly struggling with and really trying to surrender over to the Lord and let the Lord into more. So, um, but we've definitely, uh, we've definitely been hurting for it. We're excited um, since things are lightening up a little bit, you know, um, and they're having kind of social distance measures to get to get back and and um, to to have a sacramental confession again. We're we're gonna try to try to make that happen because it's um uh you, you know I think in general I think if we have un, unconfessed sin and um, we're not if we're really not bringing that stuff to the Lord, it, it bleeds, it bleeds into everything else, you know? I agree. Um, I agree. And, and this is, uh, this is why it's, it's important that we have in this country freedom mm-hmm. to assemble and freedom of religion. Yep. Yep. And I'll tell you, I know some folks now I, I, on a personal level, I miss it as well. Yes, um, I have. I have. I feel. I'm, I'm speaking on a personal level here, and I know. I know some folks. I, I mean, I as you know, Jackson, you you do this as well as Michael. We have friends we that we admire, even that are not Catholic, but they are Christian. Yep. And I know some that are. I mean, they're just, when I, I'm around them, not, 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 not most of them, I'm just talking about some individuals. Mm-hmm. They're so righteous. 
and they don't go to confession. They're they're Protestants. Yeah. But you feel like you're on a holy person. Yeah. And I always remember that. It's like, okay, well, I can't go to confession right now because the confessional is not open, perhaps. For sure. <laughs> but Jesus is here. Yeah. And he's the one. Sure. So now, and furthermore, as Catholics, we're not taught that we can't go to Jesus. We're not taught that we can't ask Jesus to forgive us. Yeah, great point. We, we can ask Jesus to forgive us. So I do that, and I do it every day because I, I always need him to forgive me pretty much every day. No, I yep. mean every day. I, I, let me put it to you this way. I need him to forgive me every day. And I try to ask him, I try to be aware of when I fall short. Sometimes it's obvious, you know, and sometimes it's less obvious. Maybe I'm not paying attention or who knows. Yep. But, yeah. and, and then because otherwise I'd be in the confessional every day, right? Maybe every, every 12 hours or something. I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. furthermore, when our, our church, if I'm not a theologian, you know, I'm just trying to live it, trying to live what the Catholic faith teaches. And, uh, um, but I, I have seen God do amazing things in my life. I can testify. Yep. I, I have a lot of testimony, Jackson. Yep. I mean, I know I've seen the Lord do a lot of things in my own life and people around me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I love the Lord, and, and I, I know the Lord forgives us. Yep. You see, I know. Now, that doesn't mean yep. I don't love confession. I love confession. I just said that. Yep. The sacrament has a special uh, spiritual something. It does. I'll tell you one thing. When, I, when, I'm, when, I'm, when I know that I'm in trouble or I have a certain struggles, I'm like, I better get to confession. Mm-hmm. Because I need that to push me over. It's kind of like I got a you know a marathon to run, and it's like maybe I can make it to twenty six miles, but the point two, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> I'm not, not finished. Got across the finish line. <laughs> I was thinking about that. You know, can you imagine running twenty six miles and just fainting and not making it point two miles? What a bummer that would be. Well, sometimes I feel like that with confession. It's like yeah, I can make it through, but am I going to make it? Make it. And, um, and it yeah, makes well, it easier, right? I just feel like I feel grace. Like it's just an enormous amount of grace. It is. I also have the, you know, we have the knowledge. We share the knowledge. We know this because we, we're in the same circles. That, that confession is used as the very first thing that's done before a Roman rite, exorcism rite. That's right. And it's considered, to my understanding, a, a, a minor exorcism Actually, and I can understand that because I'll tell you, man, it's like the, it just gets the devil off your back. Yep. And if the devil's on your back, you go to confession. Get to confession. <laughs> right? <laughs> Very well said. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, al- that's always been my experience, too. When that's I, always been my personal testimony, too. When I go to confession, I'm like, man, I don't want to go to confession. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when I was a little boy and I didn't want to go take a shower after a long day of playing in the dirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I would scream and kick and cry. I'd be like, Mom, Dad, I'm not taking a shower. I'm not taking a bath. I'm fine. I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't plan to go to bed. I planned to stay up and play, play under, you know, the, 
maybe read a book or whatever, play a game underneath her. You know, I was a kid. And uh, I was like, man, I don't want to get in that shower. you crazy? But every time I got out, I was like, boy, that feels pretty good. I'm glad I, I'm glad I took that bath. I feel a lot better now. <laughs> right? And I feel that way about, as an adult, I feel that way, or as a child of God, maybe I could say. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel that way about confession. Confession, I don't want to go. It's embarrassing. To, especially like yourself, Jackson. I, mm-hmm. I go to the same priest pretty much all the time because I felt that the Lord asked me to do this. And so I do. So if I'm doing the same thing over and over again, I'm saying it's the same person. <laughs> Over and over again, and it's yeah. very embarrassing. I mean, it's terribly embarrassing. It is, you know. But it keeps you, it keeps you humble, I guess, and yeah. uh, um, and uh, accountable, right? Accountable. Yeah. So yeah. that's confession of sins. That's beautiful, so powerful, yeah. so important. And I agree with you. Um, yeah, this this time, uh, July fourth, twenty twenty. You know. That's what when we're broadcasting this. And uh, it's a time when a lot of people cannot get to confession because of the way that... I mean, people can go out in the streets and pull down things, spray paint things, but they can't go to confession. You know, I mean, they just can't go to confession. They can go and pull down statues, but they, they can't go to confession. I don't understand it, but that's... I mean, isn't that... I don't even understand what the heck is going on here. But that is what is happening. People are having trouble going to confession and meeting it. Not people are meeting at churches, right? Some of them, not all of them, right? Yeah. It's 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 a terrible thing that. Uh, and I hope that we learn from this because we need to, you know, to be obedient to the scripture. We're supposed to be together. We're not supposed yeah. to be in these little places by ourselves. That is not God's plan. God's plan is that we come together as a church. The church is not a building. The church is people. Mm-hmm. We are the church. God built the church of, of, of people. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is the cornerstone of that church. Yeah. And that's awesome. And the people, Jesus wants us to get together pray together and to confess to one another and to worship him together and yeah. to praise him together to um to um, worship him together to have communion which means commune get together mm-hmm. that's what communion is yeah get together and uh we all we Catholics believe literally eat the body and drink the blood of Jesus, which brings us even more together. Yep. Right? And we do it in only, hopefully, in a state of grace, which means either we only have venial sins, and if we have a mortal sin, we better get to confession. Mm-hmm. We better get to confession because we... The Church teaches, and I haven't heard this in a long time, but the Church... Please correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding is if you die with a mortal sin, you go, 
you know, you're risking going to hell. Yeah. Is, isn't that, is that what the church teaches? Yep. Think yep. about that. How many people know that? How many people in the grocery store know that? Yep. I mean, this is a very dangerous thing to be playing around with. It is. Is a mortal sin. Yep. And uh, people don't know. And, you know, um, there are people out there that have mortal sin or venial. We all have sin. And we've all mm -hmm. committed sin. And Jesus paid the price for that sin. So, brother, sister, there's good news for you. Great news. You can be free of that sin. And you can cry out to the Lord right now. Maybe you can't get to confession, but you can cry out to Jesus mm -hmm. right now. And I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't wait till mm -hmm. they open the confessional box. If your church isn't having confession, you get, I, I, I get on my knees and I ask God to forgive me when I sin. What do you think, Jackson? Yep, I think that's right. Exactly right, Jeff. Michael? Exactly right. Yeah, what's going on, Jeff? Intern, <laughs> intern Michael. <laughs> now, we have an announcement to make about Michael, a few of them. First of all, I want to remind folks who haven't heard us in a while because we haven't broadcast for several months that Michael very possibly is the very best intern, not only in the state of Florida, but perhaps in the entire country, Michael Lopez. <laughs> and he we're so blessed to have him. The first thing that I want to remind people of, or, or if you're listening for the, <laughs> for the first time. Okay. Secondly, he is so wonderful that, um, we have prayed and considered and, and even asked the presidents of, of, of the uh, radio stations and so on. I've consulted with people on before, before I um, even mentioned it to Michael and said, Michael, you know, we've decided that we want to uh, bring you up as a, uh, an intern slash co-host. So an intern, like a co-host intern. So you're part of the program now, which you were already, but you're like literally part of the program, man. I mean, this is, this is awesome. I'm here. I'm here for it. And, and furthermore, if you do a good job, that's an if, then uh, and God wants and you want, um, you know, we're hoping that you'll be a, a permanent fixture with us and uh, in the future. So... Um, welcome back, Michael. Thanks, Jeffrey. Good to be back. <laughs> Good to see you, brother. You know, Michael is okay. I want to say this to the praise you Lord community. You may or may not know this. We're all different generations, right? Um, yep. uh, I am, I am 51. Jackson is, are you 30? How old are you, Jackson? 31. I'm going to be 32. In November. Are you? You're going to be 32. Yep. Okay. So you're 31. Uh, Michael, how old are you? 20? Uh, I'm 22. You're 22. Okay. All right. We're all getting old, man. Yeah, I know. I think when I, when <laughs> yeah. I think you're all going to, I think you all are going to stay the same age. No, I know. I Jackson, know. I remember when, Especially. Jackson, I met you, uh, like when you were 19 or something. Yeah. I was going to say 18, that too. I think 18 it was 19. or 19 or something. Yeah. So Michael is 22. Michael is, uh, involved and, and, and I'm like kind of chilling out, you know, doing the COVID-19 chill out in my house, you know, like, and what do you, you're like flipping through social media 
and I see Michael in a tie doing some kind of a podcast. I said, our intern's doing a podcast. What the heck is this? <laughs> and I was like, and it was good. And, you, and you, look very, you look very suave, Michael. Oh, yeah. thanks, Jeff. <laughs> well, well dressed. He's definitely yeah. the best dressed of the three of us. We, <laughs> for sure. Jax and I are going to have to up our game if we're going to hang with Michael. That's uh, intern level dressing there. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, man, you, you, got, you got style. Yeah, you do, Michael. <laughs> you really do, man. I'm telling you, you got it. You First got it. They teach you showbiz. It's in. It's in the. It's in the genes. <laughs> yeah. So, Michael, um, tell us about this podcast you're doing. That's exciting. And tell us. I mean, you're doing a lot of things, right? Well, firstly, um, if you haven't uh, listened to it, you can listen to a podcast where Michael um, and Annalisa and Ramon came in on a program speaking about uh, their chapter, pro-life chapter at Florida Atlantic University, which they're, you're involved in that. Mm-hmm. And you also yeah. called in from the March of Life um, March up in Washington, D.C. this year, 2020. That must have been January, right? Is that January? Yeah. yeah. January. Yep. So you've already kind of like people are, are getting used to you being a mover and a shaker. Yeah, in the uh... well, that's, that's what they actually said. Okay, it's a motto at the March for Life, actually. Oh, very good. I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, Hoover Shaker, history maker. I love it. <laughs> well, you're doing a good job of it. And uh, so, tell us about this uh, podcast you're involved in, or yeah. broadcast, or something. What 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 are, you, what are you up to, Mike? Yeah, it's a yeah. So it's mainly a broadcast right now. We we've had thoughts of making it into a podcast, but. Uh, when the lockdowns hit, um, obviously all the universities and colleges and schools went on lockdown and everything went online. So we weren't able to have any club events uh, and progress our uh, our club and you know the pro-life movement on our university. So we had uh, a team meeting together and we came up with the idea to create a program for the students where we invite experts um, to discuss all things relating to uh, to abortion and being pro-life. And it was it started off small, but by the grace of God, I, I had the connections that I, I didn't know I did would ever have, but. It was probably start, it's probably it's probably because of the threads you've been wearing for the last two two to three yeah, years that I've dude, known you, right? Well, this got sharp yeah. dressed man right here. ZZ Top <laughs> wrote a song about guys like you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and the idea was for the outreach was to um, uh, use uh, to to hold the program on Instagram uh, on a feature. Uh, called Instagram Live, where you could basically go live with uh, another person um, uh, for a certain amount of time. So we started off small with uh, our uh, uh, regional uh, coordinator, Ryan Newhouse, um, who basically he takes care of all the clubs, Students for Life clubs in the state, um, and they're all over the, the country. So they oversee all the different university clubs and help us if we need any help, you know, with uh, material and, 
and um, resources and such. So uh, I had him on and uh, from there we just decided to, you know what, let's just, why not, you know, email some of the big name people, you know, what, what do we have to lose? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Good. I love and, it. And, and, uh, surprisingly we, we got yeses. We, we got yeses from, uh, from people like Trent Horn, who's a Catholic apologist and a really, uh, well-known, uh, pro-life advocate, mm-hmm. um, uh, John Semberger, president of the uh, Florida Family Policy Council. So, uh, very <laughs> different waters uh, we were stepping in to this, you know, broadcasting world. But luckily, because I was, I've been on with you guys on Praise You Lord, I was probably the only one who had the experience of how to run something like this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, the program run by the students where we bring the experts and they bring the answers to discuss all things pro-life. And we've had uh, five episodes so far, and uh, we are uh, going to continue having them back, um, uh, once the fall semester starts up. That's that is awesome. wonderful. When I when I saw when I was, uh, you know, seeing this on social media and I saw you doing it, I was I was like jumping. I I. I was literally, you know, jumping for joy, either literally in my heart or both on my feet. I don't remember. But I mean, I was pumped up because, you know, a big thing is like, you know, praise you, Lord, is, multi, you know, it's it's good to see. I love seeing um, if I plant seeds, I want to see plants grow and I want to see fruit, man. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't I, you know, I want to if I'm growing a vegetable garden and I have 10 tomato plants. I rather have 100 tomatoes on each plant than 50. Yep. That's the kind yeah. of guy I am. I, I want to get fruit yeah. and vegetables. I want it. <laughs> you know, that's my that's that's the way I am. And uh, and so when I saw you, I'm like, oh man, this is amazing. And I was like, immediately I thought, wow, Michael. First of all, you were doing a great job. You look great. You're articulate. I thought you were phenomenal. I'm like, man, this guy's gonna be. This guy's awesome. I was so impressed with that, Michael, and that's what got me thinking. We got to get you in and do more. Have you speak more with us? Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Yeah, and yeah, I, I tell you what, it was, it was definitely, uh, it, it was definitely nerve wracking. The first episode we had, I had no idea what I was, I was doing on being <laughs> front and center. Usually, usually, I'm off the camera on the side, but. Um, yeah, I just, you know, just got through it. Um, and I realized I didn't name the program. Uh, so it's called Pro-Life Live. And, That's a good uh, name. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can find us on YouTube. And we have our own Instagram channel where we post all of our content, called, uh, which is at uh, We Are Pro-Life Live, and uh, which is sponsored by the Florida, Florida Atlantic University Students for Life Club. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Michael, um, so you just described a bunch of things of the, where to see it, but I, I somehow or another, I, it was too much for me. Yeah. All right. I have a phone in my hands. We're, we're doing video right now for those who are listening. We're, we're experimenting yeah. with video. We've done a little in the past and we're thinking about doing more of a broadcast as well, along with the radio and the podcast. So here's my phone. What do I do to get from this phone to your broadcast. Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All you have to do is go to YouTube. YouTube. Search up 
Pro-Life Live. Okay. Um, sometimes, since we're a new channel, sometimes you might have to type the rest of our title. Is Pro-Life uh, one word? Uh, it's Pro-Life. Okay. See, this is helpful because people are going to look for this, Michael. Yeah. Pro-Life. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm in YouTube. Yeah. Pro-Life. Life. Yeah, Pro-Life Live. And sometimes Live. you might have to put FT, which... Uh, usually is the rest of the episode. FT, so. okay. Yeah. All right, now I'm going to trust you because I have this on um, airplane mode and I don't want to get any calls to interrupt us. So, But I put it in there <laughs> just like I was really going to do it and I'm going to do it. I'm going to hit the, I'll probably hit the search button after we're done. So that would sure. be cool, man. The, congratulations on all that For wonderful, sure, wonderful <laughs> thing, all the wonderful things you're doing awesome um, and so involved with and and all the things that uh your club is involved with i think that's so wonderful i'm excited about it so you can hear praise you lord listener that we are we have good news today god is still on the throne he still yep. hears and answers prayers and 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 we are being called to go forward and fight the good fight of faith Whatever that might mean. That might mean just being a better mom or a better dad. We all have our place that God has put us for a reason. Yep. We were in each a neighborhood. We're in a home. We're in an apartment building, a tenement house. Wherever we are, God has a plan, and we're in the right place to be obedient to him and to fight the good fight, uh, fight of faith. And he, the Lord, will provide, and the Lord will heal, and the Lord will deliver, and the Lord will do all the things that we need. He'll fill in. Like, I, I enjoyed listening to your description, Michael, of you didn't know what you were doing, but you did it anyways. And that's exactly what I do. I've just been doing a little bit longer than you. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, but you know what? God knows. And I'm going to just do the best I can and pray that, um, you know, that, then that you, I mean, we're here together. We pray before the broadcast, and we, we basically yeah. say, hey, Father, we, we are nothing without you. Today our prayer was came right out of my mouth, was I am dust, and to dust I'm gonna, we're going to return. Yeah. You know, without you, we are nothing. This is yeah. scriptural. This is a fact. So, you know, but God, we know, is uh, he, um, he answers our prayer. He answers our prayer, yeah. and that is good news. Do we have time for, uh, uh, I think we do. Um, gosh, I'll tell you. Isn't that wonderful? Time goes so fast when you're having fun. I'm going to play... Um, I'm going to play Rissy Taylor. This is uh, Rissy Taylor from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. She's a great friend of the program and the wife of Bishop Larry Taylor, who we also play. This is called Secret Place, an underground independent Catholic radio broadcast brought to you once a week by the grace of God. And we're playing uh, Rissy Taylor, who's an independent Christian artist who's won awards, and she's got a beautiful voice, a beautiful song. Hopefully we can play a lot of it, and, uh, and here it comes. Thank you. 
Rissy Taylor from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Such a wonderful song. We're coming near the end of our program here. I can see the bumper music rolling right in there. And there it is. And uh, we're just so happy to be here with you again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Jackson Messick, thank you so much again, brother. Thank you. And Michael Lopez, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jeff. Yes, brother. Looking forward to seeing you guys next week. With God's help, we'll be back on a regular basis, and we're excited about that. So thank you to all the radio stations playing us, and thank you, praise you, Lord, community, for your prayers. God bless you and your family, and most of all, praise you, Lord. Amen.